Secondhand film critics. Your favorite source for mildly pretentious, semi-uneducated, and highly unqualified opinions on movies. I am Kayla Claus. Ho, ho, ho. And I am here with my co-host. Um, Noah the Elf. I'm an elf. Yeah, great. I'm a little elf. I'm here to help build the toys. Do they? Is that it? Is that the job? The toy yeah, builders? Sure. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I feel like all movies like and that was like their things. original job, but then all movies they have just like they do everything else but build toys. Like they're making food, they're like polishing Santa's shoes. They're basically Preparing glorified hot slaves. I mean, I yeah. think I think that's they different elves have different duties because some work in a toy shop. And some are work. these elves compensated? Like, I hope do they so. have a union? Maybe um, Santa Santa probably pays them in like candy canes. Like, is this like the Oompa Loompas where they get paid in like cocoa beans? Yeah, and the factory owner rescued them from an island that they were happily living on. Yeah, that, yes. And then he said that he <laughs> saved them. I feel like that's what we've got going on in Santa's situation. Is he was like right. I wonder if that was like maybe w- that movie's very self-aware. So that might have been like a self-aware jab. Willy Wonka's a colonist because he was a white. He skater. colonized the Oompa Loompas. Anyway, we've got <laughs> other talks besides Oompa Loompas today with uh, a 2020 holiday Christmas holiday slash Christmas like special things, uh, movies, a couple specials. We were going to watch more specials, but you know, specials are not very good. So I wasn't going to sit through Jolly Parton. Yeah, we did what we did. (laughs) That was long too. It was like a full length I know. I was like, if it was 30 minutes. There were a lot of specials this year, honestly. And I was like, you know what? None of these are Casey Musgraves. So just- Ah. Too true. Yeah. Too true. Um, we did watch two, though, which we'll get to. So the first uh, movie is... that we're going to talk about is mm-hmm. a different Netflix original. Not Dolly Parton, but Unfortunate. this is yeah. Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey, which is like one of the worst titles It's a really bad ever. title. Because it's what? His name is like Jangle or something? I and think so. It's supposed so. to be like Jingle Jangle. Um, but and they it just, just throw on a Christmas journey just in case you didn't know. It's yeah, Christmas. terrible title. Uh, maybe slightly reflective of the movie itself. Oh, yikes! Yeah, um, sorry I feel like this is a weird. There was a weird like narrative around this where originally, I feel like the early talk was that it was really good, and then I now I feel like that's all gone. Like I barely hear people saying this is good. I see it all the time. Really? Like maybe we're wow. just following different people, you. but I see well, on yeah. my Twitter at least once a day people like reposting that they're like listening to the songs what? and how much oh their family gosh. loved it. And nothing against them if they really If you liked it. Enjoy this movie. Good. If they want to blast their ears off trying to listen to what the lyrics are, um, because the sound mixing is so bad. It is that the worst audio mixing I think I've heard in a movie. I like. There was times where if I wasn't, if I didn't have subtitles on, I just wouldn't know what was going on. Yeah. Like I wouldn't know the words. I wouldn't know like either the songs or the dialogue. It was worse during the songs, just because the mixing of the songs was so terrible. 
but it was still pretty bad in just like the regular dialogue scenes. Yeah. Yeah, all the audio in general was just not great. I don't know. I haven't listened to the soundtrack, so I don't know if it sounds better when you listen to the actual music, but I'm Mm -hmm. assuming it's similar to The Greatest Showman, which is like (laughs) pretty bad audio mixing. So when you listen to it, you have to like turn up the volume all the way to even hear anything. There were a couple things to start off that I liked about this movie. I thought the colors were really nice. I thought they did Mm. a good job trying to incorporate color into the wardrobe, um, into this sort of steampunk-esque vibe, both in their wardrobe and the set design and everything. I thought that was really creative and unique, especially for a Christmas movie, which most Christmas Mm. movies are very red and green, uh, lots of snow. A lot of purple yellows here. Yeah, and there were a lot of colors that aren't usually associated with Christmas, and I thought that was very creative mm. and a good fresh take on something in a like Christmas setting. Yeah, the setting in general, like the set pieces were good. I don't know, like I really didn't understand where they were in the movie. Like the whole con- like context or just like the exposition was lost on me. Like I don't know where they are. I don't know what the point is, but I like the look of it. And I like the look of just um, his shop, especially in the beginning, I think looks really cool. Yeah, with um, all the things Unfortunately, for around. most of the movie, it's trashed. But uh, <sighs> when it's nice, it looked it was cool. Yeah. I, I, I will say I thought the animation sequences hmm. were very cool style of animation. And I thought that they were creative, but I didn't think they, like, were, like, they felt so out of place in it. Right. Um, But I would love to see, like, a short or a feature or some kind of series done by the same animators that worked on this because, like, they have a lot of talent and a lot of, like, more creative, not the other animation, more unique animation style to Mm. what we're used Mm -hmm. to seeing. Right. I think that's the thing with this movie is where, unlike a lot of the movies we'll get into later on in this episode, um, this one really felt like it had people behind it that like had talent and were like trying to make something unique and creative. And it doesn't really work, which is kind of the biggest bummer where it's like you're watching it and you're like, this could have been so good, but it's just not. And like, like we said, a lot of people do like it, so maybe we're the minority here. But... I well, did we're only talking appreciate... about very, very small, very small pieces in the aspect of a larger narrative film. Right. Yeah, the the narrative is really falls apart just because it's not really interesting. It's really discombobulated. Like, it's not cohesive at all. And the songs feel like they were made just to be made. Like, it felt like the people who made the songs and the people who wrote the movie never actually talked to each other. Which is quite possibly (laughs) true, because they hired, like, Grammy songwriters, like, pop songwriters to write the songs. Mm. They didn't hire people. Like, so The Greatest Showman... What I'll give them is that they hired Broadway writers. writers. So they feel Mm -hmm. like musical songs, whereas this felt like pop songs thrown into a narrative story. 
and a lot of the mm-hmm. like bigger numbers that weren't just like one person made no sense at all. Like there was this number with um what's his face's character uh Keegan Michael Key's character where You're he right. he's like uh, singing and all these people are there Revealing and a new it's toy. like something and I'm like where are they? Who are these people? What is the point of this number? Like what is he singing about? Why are these people yeah. here? Are these like investors or are they just like parents who well, are buying toys? Like there there's yeah. just no context to any of these bigger numbers. Well, whoever made this movie obviously doesn't understand that you're supposed to like use the songs in a musical to push the story forward and to give like additional detail. They're not just there for like, all right, it's song time. We're going to have a fun time for the next three minutes. Like they're supposed to have content that makes you more invested in the story. Yeah. And the songs, like you said, were just like, they were um, just there, just regular songs. And also not memorable at all. No, like, I with could the greatest not... showman. I don't like the greatest showman, but I know like I could sing probably like the majority of the songs. Cause just cause they're written because to stick in your head like a musical should be yeah i literally could not could not hum one song from jingle jangle i remember like the lyric the square root of impossible is me or something like what if the square root of possible is impossible but i don't know the melody i do have a question because it's a stupid lyric about it and maybe this is this this is a spoiler for Jingle but, Jangle, A Christmas Journey. So it, the movie starts and finishes where there's these kids and one believes <clears throat> in Christmas magic and the other one doesn't. And then this right. grandma's like, I guess their grandma, and brings out yeah. this story. And she's telling this story of Jangle the Toy Maker. And mm-hmm. then in the end, she brings out the, the robot from the story and then uh, turns out that she's like the kid that was in the story mm-hmm. and then they the fly to to the toy maker's house or place and they didn't i was like these kids i mean they were like 10 years old 8 or 10 years old <laughs> and i was like you're telling me that they have no idea their great grandfather is this is toy maker that a famous that toy the maker? building is right across the water and they're like they have no idea that they're that'd be like if your grandma told you a story and was like and jeff bezos was my dad and then he yeah. flew to the amazon headquarters it's like wait how would you yeah not know this? no that's exactly what it felt like i was like <laughs> there's absolutely no way in any world these kids don't know that at least they're they're related related to yeah J- jangle jangle boy whatever yeah. the toys forrest whitaker playing adam sandler um yeah anyway yeah. that's all the comments i have uh it's people it's like this movie and that's good i was not one of those people unfortunately <laughs> yeah yeah me too which again that had potential, which is, I think... But I will say, I do like that Netflix is consistently putting out original Christmas content. Not a lot mm-hmm. of other streaming platforms or even studios are doing that. So even if uh, we did not like this movie, I appreciate mm-hmm. that they're putting funding into movies like this. Um, with yeah. also a lot of no-name people were in it and... 
Um, and a lot, a very different than like their other stuff. That yeah. Been doing. So I hope like, that it's not just like a hallmark. You know, them. obviously my hope is that they'll they'll keep doing this, um, mm-hmm. and then eventually there will be yeah. one that we like. Yeah, that's the goal. Maybe next year. <laughs> Speaking of movies we like not, uh, we have Dear Santa, um, which was a theater release, I guess. But it did, we watched yeah. The VOD. Yeah, I could have watched um, it uh, in our theater, uh, but I was in quarantine, so I didn't get the opportunity. Yeah. Um, spoiler, this movie should have been free on the USPS website. Um, I think, yeah, I agree. Like, it could have been just like a... a, a fr- like. Pair it down to 40 minutes. Yeah. And it could have been a nice, like, little ad campaign with some, like, yeah. cute little moments. Yeah, that's where I'm at is I think it could have been a lot. Okay, so wait. This movie is about right. um, yeah, sorry. the U.S. Postal Service program called Operation Santa or whatever. Um, yeah, something where, like that. Where, I guess, kids write letters and the Postal Service does respond with letters mm-hmm. to some of the kids, I guess. And then... Yeah, just some of them, right. Yeah, they, they <laughs> have, there's a lot. I guess, I don't know how they decide. There's just, I have a lot of questions after this. Yeah, but there, basically, none of the questions were answered. Um, somehow, different nonprofit groups partner with the U.S. Postal Service where you mm-hmm. can adopt a child based on the letter that they wrote Santa and you become one of Santa's helpers and mm. like you basically tell the kid that you're friends with Santa and you're right. one of his elves and you get them whatever it is that you know they asked for like a specific doll or a skateboard and mm-hmm. sometimes there's bigger things like a kid wanted a limo ride for him and his family right. um so that was, a, I, that was a cute part i like i part. thought that was cute but yeah it was very long and yeah. I came away with it with more questions about the actual mm. program than they told me. It just felt very scattered. Um, but I, yeah. I really like the premise of it. I like the concept of the program. I just don't really think like documentaries ma- about something that's made by the people that do the thing are good. Like I know that was a terrible way of saying it. But this is about a USPS program and they made this movie. And so right. it feels very much just like an an they're not going to answer any of the questions that are like I don't know. It's it's very polished, but there's so there's like really nothing answered. Like what about when like there's some kid that wants a rabbit? How do they know that his like parents Yeah, can like I assume a rabbit? like I have a lot of yeah, there's a lot of questions like because it's like local post offices and local schools and community groups partner with them to adopt i guess these kids but there was just no connection between like how that happens and like how the kids get selected and like yeah it was just like there's a pile of letters and they were like i guess i'll take this one you know like what about all those like how do we sort all these letters yeah like i just had a lot of questions about it but i do think that um there were some sweet parts uh in Mm -hmm. it i just think that if this had been let's say 37 to 42 minutes long like in that range yeah and 
was a lot more condensed and included more of what like actually happens i think that mm. this could have been an oscar nominated film documentary sure. documentary like short yeah cuz i think it can be really moving like the but there everything is it's so bloated and there's so much filler and it's very un creatively like put together like all of the like transitions i think are very like stock um it just doesn't look very appealing yeah so i think again like jingle jingles i think it could have been good in a way it just this form of it was not my favorite yeah i agree so uh, let's talk uh one of our favorite things uh, yes. which is High School Musical, the musical, the series. And this yes, time we are on record. it is the holiday special. So Yes, this... I was very excited about this. I texted you, I think, when this got announced. Yeah, we've been hype, hyped, hyping it up, um, yeah. you know, reposting stuff that comes from it. I Didn't very <laughs> specifically did not watch, like, the trailer or listen to the album yeah. because Same. I wanted – to experience it all my first time watching it um so i watched it yesterday it came out like Mm -hmm. at midnight yesterday or whatever Mm -hmm. uh i was not impressed i well yeah i was disappointed how did you feel similarly yeah i think that um it was a good concept again it just the way it was put together didn't really um appeal to me it kind of felt like a slog at times yeah like it felt very commercially and not like a cozy christmas special yeah very produced and i don't know if that potentially had something to do with covid i don't know when they filmed this i think they could have had some more interaction which would have just helped because for those of you don't know it goes through basically all the cast members one by one there's a couple that are together in a couple of them but mostly it's just one person in each segment and they talk a little bit about their christmas or holiday hanukkah memories from their childhood and then they sing a song which i assume they got to pick that's what it seemed like like they got to choose the song that they wanted to do which is a cool idea yeah that was the format and it doesn't really like at the end they have like a quote-unquote sneak peek of season two it's not really a sneak peek it's just a song of them in the hallway it's really nothing i mean and i know that this is them it's them it's not the characters from the show which i think gives them almost a disadvantage uh but i do think that the two ways i could have seen this going better is Mm. either they did it from the perspective of the characters from the show and they're all sitting in you know ricky's basement room like yeah. hanging out playing like a guitar. like a mockumentary thing yeah and they're like a mockumentary uh, eating, great. Co- eating cookies and then just playing all the songs together and that's yeah, that where been i'm so like nice. i would have enjoyed that a lot more because it feels more cozy and christmasy or yes. have the cast members do something similar where they're sitting together, they're sharing these stories with Memory. the other yeah. cast members and kind of being like, you know, this was my life. And they're like, oh, well, mm. this is this was my Christmas. Yeah, just um, like bouncing back and forth. Yeah, there's, like it's just an interview and they're just sitting there alone. Instead of, 
like you said, very produced or overproduced. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much, I, I don't, I don't want to harp on this, but there is literally an in, inordinate amount of edits, cuts. Like, yes. it's ev- it's, there's, there's a cut at least like every four seconds. Yes. That's yeah. the minimum. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It's just, it's there. It's, it's insane. Like it, you don't need to be cutting this much. This is just a little simple holiday special and just makes it look more uh, like they're trying too hard, I guess. Yeah. Um, which isn't really what a holiday, a holiday special is supposed to be. This felt more just like a series of interviews yeah. rather than like, I don't know. And if you guys want to listen to us talk more about High School Musical, the musical, the series, holiday special, on Thursday at 10 a.m., we'll be dropping a bonus episode where we play a game called Jingle Jangle, where we will take all the musical segments of the holiday special uh, from High School Musical and say whether or not they jingle jangle. So keep your eyes out on Thursday at 10 a.m. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Uh, so we have another holiday special we can talk about next. That came out. That also was also on Disney+. On Disney Plus. And that wow. is the Lego Star Wars holiday special. This was great. I I thought this. it was really cute. I would probably never watch it again. Um, no, yeah. Definitely yeah. not a rewatch. But I thought that it was cute. I thought it was clever. I thought they did a good job of tying in, you know, th- things that are very characteristic to different characters in different movies and mm. sort of made it all uh, one big story. Tie together. I think that's actually kind of better if you did just go in, like, not knowing anything. I mean, it sounds stupid for the Lego Star Wars holiday special, but it's kind of like... It's a lot of fun little references and stuff, but basically it's supposed to take place after Rise of Skywalker, I guess, and it's like the gang doing a little Christmas get-together, and then life also party. Ray tries it's to- It's a life party. It's not Christmas. A life party. I'm Yes, I'm, my, my bad. <laughs> um, and then Ray also has to go because she's like upset because she doesn't know how to train She's Finn, training- I guess. Yeah, so Ray's training Finn, but she's thinking she's not doing a very good job at it. So she right. goes to find some key and then, like, goes through Brings time portals. All over the Star Wars um, movies. And, like, has to then get Vader out of the current time and out of a future mm-hmm. time and out of a past. So it's just, like, uh, yeah, all it's, over. Yeah, it's a lot, of, a lot of cool, like, cameos. I think the 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 sole reason this is a is a great special is because we got two hello there's from obi-wan kenobi and one had is... multiple obis it was like yeah. we got the first <laughs> hello there and then they yeah, had like... there were three obis and they're all like hello there i was like all right i see what tiktok <laughs> did to y'all because that was like yeah, a big yeah. trend this year um no, that was cute. Um, obviously, we had BB-8. We had a Babu Frick appearance. The only person I think that... Oh, no, there were two people from the Star Wars franchise that voiced their characters, and that oh. was Kelly Marie Tran mm-hmm. and... Stanner. Um, uh, Billy D. Williams. So, oh, that's so weird they got him out of all people. Yeah, like just such so a it's just kind of funny. Um, yeah. So I think Rose had more dialogue in this than she did at number nine. She did, for sure. I'm pretty sure she did. <laughs> more we definitely the, more screen time count. as well, and it was a shorter movie. R. Yeah, R. no, it. There were a couple things I didn't like. 
I mean, they had Poe with his stupid ass girlfriend who she well, does not even exist. Know, she yeah. is. It's not canon. I've I have made the ruling, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So. Well, I don't think this special is canon. This would be a pretty. There's a lot <laughs> of stuff that would canon. like mess up with things in this with this special. Um, like Palpatine becoming good. Yeah, it's a it's a lot. You know, it's like a fanfic. That's kind of what it felt like. It yeah, was, it no, was fun. It was cute. I it definitely it. goes a little too long. Um, but you know, it's cool for what it is. I also did like the animate like. They are getting really good at animating Legos. Yeah, like, they lo- it looked really Legos good. Movie. I thought it was really cute. They did. It was great. I saw, like, they had, like, little, like, indentations in there. Like, they were kind of played with, you know? I don't know. It just looked really, looked really nice. The last movie we'll talk about that we both watched is Happiest Season, which came out on Hulu. I think this was going to be a theater release, and then Hulu bought it, Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Which I'm not, happened I'm... with a couple movies this year. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, directed by uh, Clea, I think that's how you say her name, Duval, who is um, an actress. I like her. She was in But I'm a Cheerleader. Yeah, she was in Argo. Zodiac was a big one um, she had a part in. Uh, but this is, uh, she directed this. Um, it stars Kristen Stewart and the other girl. Um <laughs> And Aubrey Plaza. I don't remember people's names, so I'm like, I I struggle with actors. And uh, Allison Brie was in it. And Dan Levy. Yeah, there was actually a lot of people in this movie. Yeah, no, I I can't remember names either. Like, it's like a couple people's names that I remember. I know her name was Harper in the movie. I just don't know what So usually, usually if... if we're saying people's names or I am personally saying people's names in the podcast, it's because I've like, I have it up in front of me. <laughs> I have people's names. Yes. Like, yeah. Mackenzie Davis. Okay. Yeah, we got her cool. name. Got her name. Um, do you want to go first on this one? You know, Sh- I think sure. you can go first. Um, I'll give you the floor. Yeah. You have more to say than me. Probably. I am not going to make a lot of comments about it. Uh, basically I did not like this movie at all. Uh, pretty much the only thing I liked about it was Dan Levy's character. Uh, he was, I thought he needs to be in like a hundred percent more things. Were like super funny. I thought he did a great job, uh, like riffing with Kristen Stewart's character. There's so many things that I don't like about it, and I don't really feel like talking about it because there's just too much online discourse surrounding this there movie is a lot of discourse for on this no movie, reason which is so for surprising literally no reason yeah and i yeah i just feel weird sharing my opinion because there's just it's just been too negative and anything that i've seen when people like try to say something against this movie it just like turns into big ordeals happiest season becoming like the big film twitter discourse of december is it was a big a big move yeah um, so like if you actually care why i don't like this movie you can you know message me about it but i just didn't like it it didn't vibe with me i thought there were a lot of issues with it didn't vibe uh i i mean i didn't love this movie i gave it a seven out of ten um which is the average rating i thought it was good I probably would watch it again. I think it really takes a long time to get going, which is um, an issue, I think, for Christmas movies because I think you kind of got to hook people in the beginning. 
it doesn't have the immediate grab that a Christmas movie or holiday movie should have, which is, I think, why it's pretty divisive because, like, if it's like if something works for you in the movie, then you're going to like it. But if it doesn't work, you're not going to like it, which is just not something that most people are used to with Christmas holiday movies. I'm yeah. So I think that the, the discourse is just annoying because it's not worthy of the amount of discourse it's getting. It's just like, okay, so either you liked this part or you didn't. I mean, it's just not, I don't know. There's just so many better things we could talk about and more things I'd rather be talked about than this movie i don't really have much to say i honestly didn't um have any thoughts on it besides the fact that i think that the biggest issue is that kirsten stort and mackenzie davis have like zero chemistry yeah none which literally is a, none. it's a bad a really bad casting just not i mean they're both good actresses um yeah but it's just i don't like know they don't have chemistry the way at all. it was written there was no background given to either of them Yes. Um, like we're so you have no reason to want one... them to get together. Yeah, like there just was, yeah, absolutely no chemistry, which is why everyone yeah. wanted her to be with Aubrey Plaza because it's like right. they actually had chemistry. So I don't know if they did like an on-screen chemistry test or what. They but should have. Yes. Yeah. It... Yeah, that's I think why I think it it's divisive because if like that, if the chemistry is if so bad that you can't see any then you know what i'm saying like you have yeah. to buy into it yeah it was you have really... to buy into stuff besides the chemistry which like chemistry is one of the biggest things that you need in, in a rom-com in a rom-com yeah yeah i will never watch this movie again in my life i would rather r.i.p watch jingle jangle a christmas journey before i would oh my ever gosh watch i'm never gonna movie. think about jingle jangle again after this i don't know why we had to name that segment after it <laughs> um so we've got a couple that we can just blow through quick that we only one of us watched. Um, Kayla is a big proponent of Hallmark Christmas yes, movies. Yes, I Hall- am. So um, we can you can uh, speak to that. Yeah, a little let bit me talk about to. some Hallmark movies. Welcome to um, Hallmark Corner, where so we talk about I have watched um, eight Hallmark releases this year. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty releases. Um, 2020 releases. 2020 releases. Uh, but I have watched a lot of other Christmas rom-coms from like Lifetime and Netflix and mm-hmm. whatnot. But yeah, I Speaking I try to watch as many as I can. So let me tell you some good ones that you can watch. If you're not like a Hallmark connoisseur, here's the thing. A lot of people watch Hallmark and just like turn on the TV and a movie's on and they're like, oh, Hallmark. And they're not actually paying attention to the good movies. They just, like, put Mm. it on. And then they are, like, talk about how dumb Hallmark is, which it kind of is. I'll give it that. But the problem is that there are actually higher tier Hallmark movies. So if you're not watching the ones Mm. that more money is going into or the better people are cast in them or they have the better writers then, like, you're not doing it right, you know? You could call them the hallmarks of the studio. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, so you could say that. the best one that I watched so far was The Christmas House, which was kind of one of mm. their bigger ones because it was the first um, Hallmark Channel movie 
with mm-hmm. an LGBTQ plus storyline in it. Now, they were not main characters, right. uh, but they were still prominent characters in the film. And I haven't seen this, so I'm asking, were I'm, I, am I correct in saying they are not, like, they are together, basically, in the they're movie? Married, like they're married, yeah. Not, right, so it's not like they're the main romantic conflict. Yeah, so it's right. the main guy's brother. Um, gotcha. So the brother is... It has a husband, and they come gotcha. home for Christmas together. And their oh, storyline is that they're adopting, and so they oh. don't want to tell their family until the adoption goes through. And so, nice. but we—I mean—you get gay hand holding, you get a kiss, <laughs> um, you get like stuff where it is for people who watch the Hallmark Channel who right. are not very progressive. This is very in your face for them, which I think we need. Mm. Um, a mm. lot of people mm. have kind of complained about this because they're like, "Oh, it's not even a front storyline," and I'm like, "That's well, true." Hallmark, it's a big for Hallmark, but this is right. Hallmark Channel, who literally last year pulled a commercial and then put it back on because of One Million Moms right. or whatever. Jeez, I forgot that was called. last year. One million bombs. <laughs> I think next year they'll have a leading storyline. Yeah. At least in yeah, 2021. Sure. I um, but I think that for people who are very turned off by LGBTQ content, which they shouldn't be, but they are, I think this is a good entryway for them in very like clean, happy, wholesome family mm. trying to adopt. Like everyone can mm. get a little teary eyed at that, no matter who it right. is. Um, so that's where I'm at. I, the other drug, people may not feel the same way and that's fine. Um, but I see mm-hmm. it as progress because I never thought I would see any gay characters on Hallmark Channel right. ever. It's like, you have to look at the context. Like it's Hallmark. It's not like. So here's a couple big, other ones you should, just big comparatively. you should put on your watch list this year. Um, the Christmas mm. bow was pretty good. Mm. Uh, by B-O-W? Hallmark Channel. What? B- B-O-W? B-O-W, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Is it a bow, bow tie for... or a no, bow no, no. in a, the hair? It's a violin bow. Oh, like, you know, wow. You I was not expecting that. Yeah, yeah I know, she, yeah, I know. And I know. the actress is not even an actress. She's actually a violin player. Um, So she's wow. a professional musician, and she acted in this and did a good job. But she actually plays Ooh. the violin nice. pieces, which is pretty impressive. Um. So that's, that's a cool. good one. Yeah, that's nice. I like uh, when they do that. I also thought um, on the twelfth date of Christmas was pretty good. Uh, I gave that one mm. three stars. I feel like I've heard a couple movies called that already. <laughs> and then a timeless. Christmas I think I've heard like at least three other movies. Was pretty good. Um, Ooh, and then ones you should avoid uh, would be. Oh. And the in the garbage bin. Avoid Christmas Trash on for the Christmas. vine. You should also avoid Good Morning Christmas, and good you morning, should also Vietnam. Uh, avoid a Godwink Christmas, Second Chance, what First that? Love. Um, Godwink? Yeah, it's a what series. What is that? No, it's a series. This is, is the that, third Godwink like movie. God they're based. Winks at, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. The yes, they're based on true stories where they're called Godwinks. Where something oh, almost short of a miracle happens, 
that brings these two oh, people my together. Word. And they're seeing these it's things. It's literally a god And they're not like, they're not like, you know, like Christmas magic. Like it's a mm. god wink, and they tell you Dear or like over explain that what's happening are god winks. Yeah, they're all gotcha. really terrible. Um, that's but this really one was that, wow. Very bad. I cannot. I cannot believe I, that's a thing. Wow. Okay, wait. I need you to comment Consider on how Good Morning god-winked. Christmas ended. So this movie, okay. they're TV hosts together, right? So the guy and the girl. Yeah. So they're both. They have like this morning show. <clears throat> And they're like the top morning show in the country, basically. Mm, but they mm. hate each other behind the scenes. Ah, so a classic rivalry. The guy is quitting, and they do this final um, week of their show in this oh, okay. Christmas town that wins. And so they're doing mm. all these Christmas things, and then they fall in love, right? And ah, they right. decide they want to still work together. And the guy had previously like been on, day. like, The Bachelor or something similar to The Bachelor. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, their producer, so they go and they're, like, before the show tape, she, like, needs to go find him and they got to be, like, oh, my Is God. Is this, like, the climax kind of thing? Yeah, like, I'm not going to quit. Right. I love you. Blah, blah. And then the but the producer is, like, waiting for them to come to the show. And she's like, oh, like, let's run the cameras early. And they're, like, secretly, like, showing, like, their camera guys are hiding in the trees watching what? these people, like, make up and kiss and, like, profess their love for each other. And... They're oh, the producer like broad- says to all the cameras and early? the producer is is telling them to broadcast Dude, this oh to live word. TV to millions of people without their consent. The top show. The top, the top show. show. And They're I was like, Wh- what? That's a very personal thing to just. I know. Just I totally lost me by the end. Like I was kind mm. of like okay with. Like, the rest was kind of just average, you know? Mm. But when they did that, I was like, oh, my gosh, that was a personal invasion of privacy. Yeah, like, pretty... they're apologizing to each other. They're kissing. and like, Did they uh, did they say anything about being on live TV? Well, then, like, they like... pass off this joke where they were like, oh, we should, like, probably get back to the studio or, like, get going before they, like, catch us. And then he, like, looks at the tree and he's like, oh, <laughs> I guess they already have. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I would be geez. pissed. That would be a lawsuit. Be, I, like, imagine if they did get mad, and then that was just they cut to black, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah, it was really like bad. They just, they just raid the camera. So definitely the don't watch that one if it comes on. Good morning, Christmas comes on uh, when you're with your grandma at our house, and you're like, nope, we're changing the channel. Not watching this one. Yeah. Nice. Um. So, uh, quickly, yeah, I I watched two movies this year. Only two? No. I watched two that Kayla didn't watch, just the Christmas 2020 releases. The Christmas Chronicles 2 is one of those, and it's awful. I would not watch it. I think the first one... was okay. I saw it once. The first one I remember just being, like, fun. Yeah, but I wouldn't watch it again. There's not a lot of Christmas movies like it anymore, so it's kind of like, oh, this is kind of like a nice throwback. Number two, awful. It's literally the worst, like things about sequels and Christmas movies in one movie. Um, <laughs> it's very bad. 
I would only if you're gonna watch it, I'd only watch it because Ricky Baker from uh, Hunter of the Wilder People's in it, and he he he's cool. He was also in Deadpool too. We should always support him in any movie he's in. But other than that, I would not watch this one. Uh, it's also really long. I think it was like almost two hours. Chris Columbus, what are you doing? Um, yeah, Chris and the other Columbus, one I watched man. was The Princess Switch Two, switched again. So one of the here's the thing: titles. we started this movie, my mom and okay. I, and we got to the part where they met the other person, the other the girl, third one, like the third, the third yeah. doppelganger, and it was so dumb. And it is a dumb movie, yeah. Like my mom and even me, like it's hard to track with them. Like all the guys look exactly the same. And mm-hmm. all the girls look the same. Well, literally, yes, because they are the same. Yeah, actors. so it's like it is. Yeah, so we turned it off. I no, think it was like it's tw- not even twenty five minutes. We turned it off. It's really bad, and this one is pretty long too. It's like an hour forty, and the actual switch is only about thirty minutes of the movie. It takes them like an. It takes them like forty minutes to get to the point where they actually talk about the switch. And then the switch happens like for like 25, 30 minutes. And then the last 50, 20 minutes of the movie is just like nothing. Like that's the climax is that they find out they're switched. And then the rest of the movie is just them like finding the guy because he's going to the airport. And then apparently they're in the airport and there's this priest that is about to get on a flight. And they're like, can you marry us? And he marries them in like a minute uh, before he has to go on his flight. Um, literally it's like in an airport terminal, they get married. Um, huh. so, which I think, doesn't that mirror the first one? Cause didn't they get married the other two in, on like a baking show? Like she was in a baking contest. I don't know that I they got they, married then. I think they just maybe met. engaged. engaged. Um, I don't know. Yeah. They, just, they upped the stakes in this one with them getting married yeah, the, at the airport terminal. Yeah. I couldn't even make it, you know through it so yeah. i'm impressed that you it's not a good actually movie. like got through the whole thing yeah i wonder what the third one the princess switch um switches cubed um <laughs> princess switched cubed um, the, switch, the princess, princess switch three we're switched again can you believe it yeah princess switch i'm trying to think what a four would be how are we how did this happen three times my god i hope they don't make princess switch i can't believe it's i can't believe it's not switched um yeah that's 2020 movies um it's kind of funny i feel like i think the most i think christmas house is probably the most one of us like if we take all of our opinions together i think christmas house is probably the one one of us likes the most yeah Um, definitely i do i do like happiest season a lot but i think like you like that one a little more than me and so it's like i think this is a bit of a disappointing year in holiday movies i mean i know that it's been a disappointing year for movies all around but yeah there was a lot that came out like we but i just was hoping for a little more cheer i think uh, these were just not they weren't very they didn't get me in the spirit yeah, it's not a ho 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 Christmas. <laughs> it did not jingle jangle. Um, this Christmas did not jingle jangle. Uh, but you know, yeah, I'm I still got a lot of Hallmark movies to watch. So you follow do. me on Letterboxd, and you can track with uh my Hallmark 2020 ranked list. You the, mean the 2019. 
20 what did i say you said 2020 2019 gosh <laughs> last year i ranked the 2019 hallmark mm. christmas releases that we watched uh by how right. loud the gasps were at the christmas tree lighting because you know they mm. always go to a christmas tree lighting and then right. they light it and the yeah. whole crowd's like they've either got coffee or um sl- hot like, chocolate uh, cider hot chocolate or roasted like uh chestnuts roasted chestnuts yeah 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 right Um, right right well it was funny this is totally unrelated uh actually it is related uh but i was like what like we live in a small town and like we don't have a christmas tree lighting like Mm -hmm. what towns do this apparently we do have a christmas tree lighting and it's happened for every single year of my life that i have lived here and we've never once been to the christmas tree i've never been to a christmas tree lighting i did not know that it even existed and it was like I mean, it's literally right around the corner from my house, and I never knew that existed. Wow. And I was going to go this year, uh, but it was canceled because of COVID, so. Ah, R.I.P. Yeah, next time maybe. Uh, But this year, year. you can follow along my list of uh, homework movies ranked by how much I want to eat what they made in the baking montage. Because every wow. Hallmark movie has some sort of baking or some mm. sort of specific treat to the movie. So yes. I I ranked it by that. Cool. Well, speaking of Hallmark, our next episode is Hallmark related. In, in It's Hallmark adjacent, one might say. Um, this is an, an idea I think you came up with last year around this time. Yeah. So we've had this one on the back burner. Uh, this is Hallmark D and D, where kind we, of, <laughs> kind of, it's 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 a little. I mean, it's, it, it's a little it's obviously. Uh, yeah, there's some workshopping, but it is very similar to D and D in a way. Basically, Kayla will play uh, the female lead, and I will play the male lead, and we will be walking through um, a Christmas Hallmark movie. Uh, Kayla's brother Zach, who was on a triple feature, so you can listen to that. He'll basically be the the centerpiece of it all and guide right. us through the the Godwink. Um, the yeah, he'll be the Godwink. Uh, <laughs> he'll guide us through sort of the story. So we're creating our own Hallmark movie, and basically yes. by the end, you know, either they'll get we'll together or they won't, and we'll find out you know? what happens. So. Make sure you tune in to the show because yeah. it's gonna be, It'll be fun. a wild time. It is gonna be. It so is crazy. gonna be a wild ride. Uh, until then, you can follow us on all of our social medias: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Just search Secondhand Film Critics, and we will come up on any of those platforms. Kayla, where can they listen to the podcast? So you can listen on all streaming platforms. Uh, Right now, what you should do is if you search Secondhand Film Critics Holiday uh, on Mm. Spotify, a holiday Mm. playlist will come up where you can listen to all our 2020 holiday episodes and all our 2019 holiday episodes. Right, so and get... a lot of the 2019 ones are kind of evergreen. Like they'll they they'll last. They're not, they don't they aren't very time stamped. Yeah. So, so go ahead and and give those a whirl for this Christmas season. Anyway, yeah. well, until next time, <laughs> I'm Noah. I am Kayla Claus, <laughs> and, and we're your second hand film elves. Film Elves.